morning, everybody. Let's worship the Lord today. Through you, the blind will see. Through you, the mute will sing. Through you, the dead will rise. Through you, our hearts will praise. Through you, the darkness flees. Through you, my heart screams, I am free. We're so honored to have you join us online today. We just want to invite you to join us in worship and praise and prayer and thanksgiving to the Lord. Share this broadcast with a friend, a family member, someone you love. God has a word for you and God has a word for them. Let's worship the Lord together today. We're so thankful for what God has done for us, what God is going to do for us. He's healed our bodies, set us free. Aren't you glad? Yeah, we're free. Thank you for freedom. I am free. I am free. When I'm free to run, I am free to run. I am free to run. Yeah, I am free to dance. I am free to dance. I am free to live for you I am free to live for you I am free 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 aren't you glad you're free today who in the sun sets free is free indeed hallelujah Holy Spirit, we just welcome your presence in this place today, in our rooms, in our living rooms, in our cars, wherever you may be watching us today. Father, we just ask you to invade our space this morning. 
Oh, we worship you, Lord. We bless your name today. So good to us, Lord. We love you, Lord. worth more that will ever come close nothing can compare you're our living hope your presence Lord I've tasted and seen of the sweetest of loves where my heart becomes free and my shame is undone your presence Lord and Holy Spirit you are welcome here come flood this
presence. Let us experience the glory of your goodness. Let us become more aware of your presence. Let us experience the glory of
consume us, Jesus. Come and consume God, all oh, we are. We give you permission. Our hearts are yours. We want you.
controlled by fear. We're not controlled by sickness or disease, but you've called us your own and we're children of God, Father, and we worship you today in Jesus' name, amen. What I want you to do right now I want you to take a moment, share this with somebody. I want you to drop down in the comment section if you're on Facebook, uh, prayer requests, praise reports. Let us know what's going on in your life. We love you, love you, love you. And we'll be back here in just two minutes. God bless you. Good morning, everybody. So honored that you're with us today. Hallelujah. Guess what next Sunday is? Number one, it's Pentecost Sunday. And number two, we're coming back to church. And so we can't wait to be with you here in person um, uh, here at the Gathering Place. And friend, if you don't uh, feel comfortable coming uh, in person, you're still welcome to join us online. We've been live streaming our services for many years. And so it's nothing has changed. And so you're welcome to come, either come here next Sunday, 1030. We have prayer beginning at, uh, let's just say prayer at 945. And so be here for prayer at 945. And then we will kick off service at 1030. And it's going to be an exciting day in the Lord. So we can't wait to see you next Sunday. I want to make just a few announcements this morning. Um, number one, our uh, gather groups, uh, online gather groups is going wonderful. Thank you to each of you who have participated. Those of you who haven't had an opportunity to jump in quite yet, you can jump in at any time uh, when we have them. There's no type of catch-up. It's all just fellowship and, and devotion, and so you're welcome to be a part of it at any time. Uh, this Monday, however, the um, our women's small group will not meet. We're gonna They're going to take a break, and they're going to meet uh, beginning the next Monday. And so this Monday, no women's group, but youth, I mean, excuse me, young adults and uh, men's group will meet on regular time, men on Tuesday at 6.30 and young adult Thursday at 6.30. And of course, we will have our midweek service, um, 7 o'clock right here uh, online as well. We're going to continue doing online worship on Wednesdays, and so we'd love for you to join us. We're going to try to do it a little differently to where um, people can watch um, 
uh, on our website as well as Roku and those type of things. So everyone that wants to join uh, can join uh, on Wednesday evenings. I am going to um, uh, have my phone out today just watching to see if if you guys have prayer requests. Um, I want to make sure that we see those. Feel free to um, drop a comment there so I know if you need prayer. And so we will uh, definitely help you. And if you're wondering what's going on with the camera, we're trying to make sure that it's not crooked. Hallelujah. So that you can get a good online experience. And so uh, give us just a moment and we will make sure that um, it gets sorted out for you online. All right. And uh, let's go and continue. Also, if you want to participate in blessing a senior, blessing a graduate, we'd, we will, um, we're still uh, accepting uh, blessings gifts for them. Taryn, uh, Taryn and Gage graduate this year. Uh, Taryn from Needland High School, Gage from PNG. And so uh, you can bring those gifts to the church beginning next Sunday, and uh, we will store them and make sure uh, we give those gifts to the graduates. We're going to have a special uh, graduate Sunday where we honor them and we love on them, and uh, it's going to be after they graduate. And so whenever that is, I forget, PNG's one day and Needland's one day in June. And so we're going to do that. Uh, um, uh, in June. And so just go ahead and get your uh, ideas together and you can drop off your graduate gifts to me on uh, Sunday, beginning uh, this coming Sunday, the 31st. All right. Also, we want to give you an opportunity to sow this morning. Um, I love what 2 Corinthians chapter 9 and verse 8 says. It says here that, and God is able to make every grace overflow to you so that in every way, always having everything you need, you may excel in every good work. And I just want to tell you this morning that God is for you, not against you. He loves you, and um, he wants to see you successful and to excel. And we want to thank you for your giving. Thank you for your generosity. We know that you're sowing into the kingdom of God, not into a man or to a ministry, but into the kingdom for such a time as this. And we appreciate you and we love you. You can give online. If you're on our website, just click on the Give button. If you're on Facebook, you can do text to give. Then you can do that by um, texting the word Give to 936-261-8142. The number's on your screen. And if this is your first time to be a part of our church uh, service today, we'd love to send you a gift this week in the mail. Just text the word Connect to 409-230-0103. And we'll put that gift to you in the mail this week. Amen. Again, we're so thankful that you're online today and you're here with us to experience the word of God. All right. Well, let's move into today's word. I want to continue speaking about faith. You know, the beginning of the of the COVID-19 uh, ordeal, uh, the Lord told me um, a couple things to expect. He said, number one, expel fear. Number two, expect the supernatural. And number three, um, upgrade your faith. And so I want to spend today, we spent last week and Wednesday talking about faith, and we want to continue on that train of thought today. And so my, my, my message today is titled, Faith is Essential. So I want you to tell us, just say faith is essential. And so last week, I made three comments about faith. I said, faith is not a thought. Faith is a force. I said, faith moves and faith becomes. I also said, faith doesn't stand in the wisdom of man, 
but it stands in the power of God. I continued and talked about our belief system, and I said our belief system is the compass of how we live our life or how our what direction our life goes. Our belief system gives us um, gives your thoughts direction. It it tells you what to focus on. It tells you how you should react or how you should respond to events in your life, events in the world. We said that faith is not found in the head, but found in the heart. And so today we're going to talk about faith is essential. And I want to deal with, and this won't be a very long uh, message, but I, I want to share just a few things that the Lord has shown me and given me over the last couple of days. Matthew chapter number 17 is where we're going to be this morning. And we're going to be reading out of the New King James Version. Matthew 17 and verse number 14. And it says here, when they had come to the multitude, a man came to him, kneeling down to him and saying, Lord, have mercy on my son, for he is an epileptic and suffers severely, for he often falls into the fire and often into the water. So I brought him to your disciples, but they could not cure him. Verse 17, and then Jesus answered and said, O faithless and perverse generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I bear with you? Bring him here to me. And Jesus rebuked the demon, and it came out of him. And the child was cured from that very hour. In verse 19, then the disciples came to Jesus privately and said, Sir, why could we not cast this demon out? In verse 20, so Jesus said to them, Because of your unbelief, for assuredly I say to you, if you have faith, as a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move, and nothing will be impossible for you. I want to look at this again and look at um, verse 19. The disciples came to Jesus privately and asked him, why couldn't we cast this out? And Jesus said to them, because of your unbelief. And I want to talk about Unbelief. I want to talk about what we believe in. What is your hope? Luke chapter 18, if you're taking notes, Luke 18 verse 8 asks a question in the latter part of verse 8. And the question was, will he find faith on the earth when he comes back? You can read the story. But it just says, the question is, will he find faith on the earth? Will he find faith on the earth? Now, faith there simply is talking about a belief in him, a belief in, in Jesus, a belief in the word. What do you believe? I think what hinders the global church on a global scale, what hinders the church from being uh, successful or what it should be is our lack of faith. We see where people can go across the uh, ocean, can travel overseas and experience miracles, signs, wonders, crazy things uh, in the foreign field, but when they but when they come back to America, miracles seem, um, significant miracles seem non-existent in some streams. And so I think one of the things that we lack in the body, what we lack in the global church is faith. And faith is important. The Bible says it's impossible to please God without faith. Without faith. And so faith should be something that we're always trying to uh, grow uh, from. God says he gives us a measure of faith. So that means that we should always be growing in our faith. 
our belief that God can do something or that God can perform a miracle is crucial. There are segments of Christianity who have built their theology. I want you to hear this. There are segments of Christianity who built their theology around what God has not done for them. Thus, they have a belief, their belief system tilts a little bit because uh, they're still waiting for their promise to arrive. They're still waiting for their miracle. They're still waiting for their victory. They're still waiting and waiting and waiting. And my Bible says that when Jesus went to the cross, he already established everything that we need, every promise that was given to us. He took away sickness and disease. He took away sin. He took away all of that on the cross so that we could have life and have life more abundantly. And so if we're waiting on something to move from God, then I, I, I don't want to build my life around, uh, around uh, just waiting for him to do something. Sometimes God wants us, me and you to take a step of faith and do it ourselves. Amen. And so I don't want to build theology around the waiting process. I want to build my theology around victory. I want to live from victory. I want to live from peace. I want to live from joy. And if all I'm doing is is living uh, what I would I would call a defeated life, where you know if you wait for a long time for something, you get kind of frustrated. You get a little. Uh, he may God may not show up. God may not do this, and you get a little frustrated. Have you ever been there? I have. And so God is saying, I want I want you to live from victory. I want you to see it already done. The thing that you need, the healing that you desire, see it already done because I have already done it for you. And so when you have faith, and when you understand that God's God had already has already purchased on the cross of Calvary. Uh, uh, his blood had already taken care of of every situation that you can see yourself in or whatever situation you're in right now, God has already has already solved the problem. So if you can live from victory rather than living from uh, from a lifestyle of the weight or defeat, your life would be a whole lot easier. Amen. Jesus has already obtained victory over every situation in your life. Amen. Every situation in your life. So it's, it's, it's far more important to live from victory than to live in defeat. Defeat says, I will never obtain my miracle. Defeat says, I'll be broke just like the rest of my family. Defeat says, I will always have to struggle because that's just how life is. And friend, that's a lie from the enemy. That's a lie from the enemy. You can break generational curses. Amen. God, Jesus went to the cross so that you wouldn't have to live in defeat. He went to the cross so that you could live in victory. Victory has an understanding that I am a child of God. And because of the finished work of the cross, I have victory over every trial and over every tribulation. Come on. Ain't that good? So we are people of victory. We're people of triumph. You don't have to lay on a sick bed. You can get up and know that Jesus is your healer because he purchased that, purchased that for you on the cross. Hallelujah. And so I'm not going to live a lifestyle of defeat. Now, will things happen in your life? Yeah. But you have a decision 
that you would have to make. Either I'm going to get angry or upset, or I'm going to trust in God. I'm going to have faith in God. Now, we see here that faith, uh, to have faith means that when trouble comes, my faith isn't moved. My belief system isn't shaken. How many times has your belief system been shaken when trouble comes? When you couldn't pay a bill? When you got a negative report? How many times has your, your, your faith been shaken? We, we must have unshakable faith. We must stay focused. We must know that God is in control. I want you to say, drop it in the comment, say, my faith is essential. In verse 20 of Matthew 17, the disciples come to him and ask Jesus, why couldn't we cast this out? Jesus exposes their unbelief. He exposes their unbelief. We've said earlier, I said last week, and I've already said today that that our belief system is the compass of how our life, uh, what direction our life goes into. And so whatever you believe, it's going to shape the direction of your destiny. If you believe a negative report, that negative report is going to shape the, the direction of how you're going to proceed in life. But if you're living according to the word of God, because the word of God is true, the word of God is life, if everything you do is from from victory, the victory manual right here, then your life will go in the right direction. The word unbelief here means unfaithfulness. It means weakness of faith. It means disobedience. And it means faithless. So the disciples couldn't perform a miracle because they just didn't have faith. And so God is saying, whatever you need in this hour and in this season, have faith. A couple of weeks ago, we talked about uh, the 12 spies that went into the land. They, 10 of them brought a negative report. Two of them had faith and saw things differently. And so God is saying, what is your perspective? What, how does your perspective uh, change things? What is, in your eyes, what is your reality? I was in a meeting the other day, and, and, and someone was having a conversation with their boss, and, and, and they just, the, the entire time, they wanted to argue about perspective. The employee had a perspective. The employer had a different perspective. And both perspectives were right, but neither one of them wanted to give up their own perspective. And so... So And so in the meeting, I had to remind the person, well, go back to the word of God. What does the word of God say about the situation? You can find your answers in the word of God. And so if it doesn't line up with the word of God, then it's not true. Amen. It's not facts. And so I want you to, I want to encourage you in this season that we're in to build your faith. How do you grow your faith? By reading the word, studying the word, uh, memorizing the word of God, uh, worshiping and prayer and ministering to people builds your faith. And so here, here we see the word unbelief means lack of faith. The disciples couldn't cast the devil out of this boy because they didn't believe they could. They didn't believe the power of God could do it. They didn't believe that they, that, that they, they were able to do this. Now, I want to look now at Matthew uh, 21, verse number 18. Let me check the comments here. Yep, Carl Bean says, The word is sharper than any two-edged sword, 
Jordan says, uh, oh, dense fire on this word today. <laughs> Amen. Diane Rob, my faith is essential. Patricia Kaufman, your belief shapes your destiny. Hey, tweet that. Carl Bean, I'm going to trust in God. Amen. Amen. All right. So, Melissa, let's see. Oh, no, Melissa. We're, we're, I don't know if that's on. I don't think that's on our end, sis. That may be on yours. Uh, you may want to uh, maybe unplug your your modem and plug it back in. Um, God, you guys have been coming a lot. Okay. Now, <clears throat> keep on bringing on the comments. I love it. Now, Matthew chapter 21, verse 18. We're talking about faith today. We're talking about your belief system. What do you believe? Who are you Who are you listening to that you're believing? What if what they're telling you is a lie? <laughs> What what if you're believing what if, if you believe CNN or Fox man you're probably believing something a lot that they're lying about so be careful read the word of God that's that's where you get your information Matthew twenty one verse eighteen says now in the morning as he returned to the city he was hungry and seeing a fig tree talking about Jesus seeing a fig tree by the road he came to it and found nothing on it but leaves and said to it let no fruit grow on you ever again and immediately the fig tree withered away and when the disciples saw it they marvelled saying how did the fig tree wither away so soon? And Jesus said, Assuredly, I say to you, if you have faith and do not doubt, you will not only do what was done to this fig tree, but also if you say to this mountain, be removed and it be cast into the sea, it will be done. And whatever you ask in prayer, believing, you will receive. And let's zero in on verse 21. And Jesus answered and said to the disciples, I say to you, if you have faith and do not doubt. Now, if you, he says, if you have faith and do not doubt. That stinking doubt, man, doubt will get you in a whole lot of trouble. Doubt, unbelief, and worry and anxiety will get you in a whole lot of trouble because it, it'll steer you away from faith. It'll steer you away from uh, the, the word, the, the truth of God's word. And, and so the disciples, uh, Jesus is telling the disciples, if you have faith and do not doubt, you will not only do what was done to this fig tree, but also if you say to this mountain. And so that tells me then that my faith has a voice and I need to put my voice into faith. And so he says, if you say to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea, it will be done. And then he says, whatever things you ask in prayer, believe and you will receive and so there it go there we go again back to what we believe it goes back to what is our belief system who do we believe we believe him we believe the word of the report of the lord the soul song whose report shall you believe i've been singing it all week long whose report will you believe we will believe the report of the lord we're not going to believe in negativity we're not going to believe in in lame the lame stream media we're going to believe the report of the Lord and the report of the Lord is always good. The report of the Lord is victory. It's life and it's life more abundantly. Well, you sound like one of those inspirational preachers. Well, hallelujah. I hope you are inspired. God wants you motivated. God wants you empowered. God wants you encouraged for such a time as this. We got too many folk walking around depressed and isolated and, 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 and downtrodden. God is saying, be of good cheer. Have courage and know that I'm with you, says the Lord. Amen? Amen. And so we must believe what God 
has said, what God has promised us. Can you, I'm going to go back for one moment, but go back to uh, last week's message. And I, and I said about Caleb, Caleb was 40 years old when he went and scouted out the land. He had to spend 40 years wandering around with a bunch of wanderers and complainers and folks who believed a negative report. And until he was 85 years old and Joshua, we see goes to uh, uh, Joshua at the time and says, give me this mountain. Give me what has been promised to me. I've waited 45 years. He's now 85 years old been hanging out with negative Nancy's and bitter barbers. And now all of a sudden he gets his mountain and he had to wait until he was 85 years old. Negativity will cost you everything. Negativity will cost you everything. Stay away from negativity. Stay away from doubting Deborah's. <laughs> Stay away from people who will do not speak life into your life. And when, if someone begins to speak negative words to you, chop it off and say, I do not receive those words in my life. Now, you don't have to tell that person that, but when you get off the phone with them, or when you walk away from them, just shake it off. Get the dust off. You get all that mess. Don't receive it because, friend, God is doing great things in our life. And so your beliefs, what you believe matters. What you believe matters. You must believe the word of God. And I want to encourage you again. Take it out. Read it. Study it. Get a concordance. Do word studies. Find out what the word is saying. Drill down and get into this thing because this is where you will get answers for your today and for your tomorrow. And so the Bible says, Matthew 21 and verse uh, 22 and whatever thing you ask in prayer believing you will receive and so whatever you need from god today you need to believe that god will establish god will do it god is always on time he's never late his disciples jesus tells his disciples if you have faith and do not doubt you will do what was done, but also if you say, then whatever thing you ask for in prayer, believe it and you will receive it. And that's a word for somebody today. Whatever you need today, whatever you believe that you receive. But a couple of years ago, my, I used to say, uh, we believe and we receive. And that's exactly what I'm telling you today. Whenever you hear a prophetic word, whatever, whenever you read the word of God, Father, I believe that I receive. Father, I believe that I receive. Father, I believe that I receive. And just believe and receive and walk away from it and believe and trust God. And don't let your trust, don't let your trust uh, tilt or, or don't let your trust, uh, don't lose hope. Don't grow weary in standing. Don't grow weary in your battle. Don't grow weary. Just, just trust God. Trust God. Diane Robin says he is always faithful. Yes, he is. Someone should probably get you a sticky note and just write that down and put it on your mirror that my God is always faithful. Amen. Amen. Well, I'm going to pray with you this morning. And um, now let me say this to all of my TGP folks. You've been getting off a little early nowadays. I've only been preaching for 20 something minutes. Come Sunday, 
It ain't going to be that way. So be here early, ready to go. We're going to have a great time in the Lord. We may worship for a long time and preach for a long time. So bring some good, comfortable shoes. <laughs> Amen. We're going to we're gonna uh, pray real quick. And uh, if you have a prayer need, drop it there in the comments. I'll pray for you. If not, you can also uh, email me at connect at tgp.church and we'll pray for you. We get prayer requests all the time. And so know that you're praying. We're praying for you. We get requests from Houston. We got some requests from Orange and Groves and uh, other places. And, and so we want to pray with you and we want to um, be a blessing to you. Let's pray. Father, we just thank you for each person that's watching today or that will watch this later uh, around the world. Father, we just, we just thank you, Father. You're giving people hope. That Father, we're hope dealers. We're not, we're not passing out negativity. We're passing out hope. We're passing out peace, love, joy. And so, Father, I thank you that for everyone that's watching today that may be having a little struggle in their faith, Father, I pray that today, God, that they've tapped into a whole new level of faith. That Father, they feel encouraged and empowered. Father, we thank you that the joy, that your joy is our strength that your joy is our strength. And those today that are fighting depression and loneliness and isolation, Father, we thank you, Lord, that you're going into that moment, wherever they may be, and you're giving them hope and you're giving them strength. Father, we pray for those that are watching today that are sick in their body. God, we release healing right now to each person, each person that's here and each person that's watching. Father, we release your healing power to flow from the top of their head to the soles of their feet. How blood pressure has to uh, come down. Diabetes has to be stabilized. Father, we thank you for uh, stopped up ears have to be, the pressure in the ears have to be relieved in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you that insomnia has to go. Pain in the back has to go. Migraines have to go. Father, we thank you that your, your love cast out all fear. And we thank you for it today in Jesus' name. Now, if you're watching today, and again, if you need prayer, we want you to send us an email, connect at tgp.church, or you can text the word connect to 409-230-0103. Before I go, though, if you're watching this morning and you don't know Jesus as your personal Savior, I want to invite you to know him today. Maybe you've, and maybe you've accepted him in your heart before, and maybe just things in life happened, and you've just said, you know what, I'm going to go another direction. Well, today... You can change your direction. You can believe in something bigger than unbelief. And I want to invite you to uh, join me in praying this prayer with me today. All you have to say is, Dear Heavenly Father. So I can say, Dear Heavenly Father, here I am. I surrender my life. I surrender my heart. Come into my heart. Be the Lord over my life. I make you the Lord over my life. I repent for all my sins. Cleanse me from unrighteousness. I am sorry for how I've treated you. And Father, fill me with your spirit today. In Jesus' name, amen. Friends, you're saved. I want you to let me know if you prayed that prayer today. We'll send you some material in the mail. We'll get you plugged into a good Bible church. And um, God will bless your life. Amen. So we love you. Thank you so much for joining today at the Gathering Place. We'll be back here in person next Sunday, 1030. Come for prayer, 945. And then we'll fellowship until service starts. God bless you. We love you. We will see you again real soon.